Welcome to episode 24 of the Badass Kid Podcast. This one is called Dream State. Enjoy. Hey, but so since we veered off from like near-death experiences, just to go back to that, are you guys scared of death or no? I'm not. No? No. Like you're not scared to die? No. What do you think is after death? I don't know, but I'm... I don't want to be scared of it. I don't want to. I don't want to be paranoid. I don't want to feel like you want to enjoy life. Yeah, you don't, don't want to be scared to do things. Yeah, I don't want to be like fuck. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, I. Uh, that one's a tough one for me because I. You scared? Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> he, he used to be scared of coffins. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Go. Fuck that. Anywhere Pussy. near a coffin? No, I love horror shit. Huh? Fuck that. Who the fuck no. wants to go near a coffin though? I mean, but like, like shit, when like a funeral and shit. Like I didn't like, I didn't the... like looking at them. And really, shit, I didn't really care to look at them. Like they, they always smelled weird. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. the flowers. Yeah, it's the it? yeah. flowers. It's the flowers yeah. that smell. Um, That's, it's that smell that gives you your. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, that I funeral like, smell, like through yeah. flower shops and stuff. Like I get that. Like oh. that's true. Everybody's like, "Damn, it smells so good." I'm like, "It smells what? like dead people." Dog. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I, but I am. I am. I'm, I've been. I haven't been able to come to term with it. Like I have little episodes where I like I overthink death. You know, like one day you're gonna die and like the world is just gonna keep fucking you know passing, yeah, going, 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 going and going. Which I mean, it's gonna happen. But I just I don't like to think about it. Is all because then I don't enjoy life. I, right. I feel like I. It's for me the opposite. Like I feel like I once I was like, you know what, life is gonna go on with I'm here or I'm not. People are gonna be there. People are not gonna be there. Oh yeah. You know, people are gonna remember me. People are not gonna remember me. I was like, either way, life is gonna go on. I was like, why am I gonna be worried about what people think or if I'm not good to this person, I'm not good to these people. Then yeah, they're gonna be there. Or they're not gonna be there. For me, like I think when I overthink it, you can form a like a like a panic, a almost. panic almost. Just like you said, that's why you said I don't like to think about it because then I'm going to be thinking about that shit and be paranoid. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. essentially I have fallen into that before. But am I scared of it? I mean, I guess I I think I used to be a lot more. I I used to be scared of it. Now I think I've come to terms with what he said. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, and. Yeah. I can try to control it as much as I can, but there is always a situation that you can't control. Yeah. Of course. So if if that ends up having to be the way that I go, then it is what it is. I just hope yeah. that I when I do go, I go happy. Yeah. That's 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 all we can wish for. Yeah. At least my quick. What scares me about death is after what happens. Cuz cuz you're not sure of what can yeah, happen. Yeah, I'm not sure what where do I go? Yeah. Like what happens to me? Like do I just is it like a like what does it feel like yeah like is it just like, like an it, off switch is it like a like you go to sleep yeah or then, is it or is it like yeah see like, the, like that that like, that, that yeah. same that fear is like, like fear that's that what, i think about you know like that's what, what i fuck, think about what the fuck am i am i just gonna be legit being able to lay there and like not so much watch the world go by but like feel the world go by you know and like i'm just fucking laying you, there like are you a spirit now or I don't know. I don't know what could yeah, happen. That's like, what I'm saying. Just there. Your consciousness and is it gone? Like there's no. There's just an off switch, basically. Right. Yeah. And and then when I was when my first year in chemistry class, and I'm not saying I was in advanced chemistry. I took algebra one twice. And they <laughs> like, <laughs> like one of the first rules that we learned was like, all matter can't be destroyed. Like it yeah. it, it just changes form. form. Yeah. yeah. So what happens to me? Exactly. That's a 
That's like my soul at least, you know, yeah. like my spirit. Yeah. I know my body goes into yeah. the ground or decomposes. Yeah, decomposes. But like, what happens to me? And that's what that's what scares me. Well, you most. know, if any of you go before me, let me know. Oh, I'll hit you up, just come, Yeah, just come <laughs> knock at the door. Like, hey, dude, it's like nah, this. But, I believe in, but you believe in spirits, though? I do. Yeah. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. I do. I think that's a... For sure. I feel like I've seen, especially recently when uh, when Stephanie got pregnant, mm. uh, when, I, when we moved, I started seeing a white owl. Oh, a shit. lot, oh, shit. a lot, and then we moved. We moved again, and we moved pretty far. And then, and then we're one day we were driving. We we're getting home night, and and we just see the same white owl. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Have you looked into what that means? Yeah, and it just means like wisdom and like right. like things are better. Things are coming. Yeah, because yeah. some some sometimes like I'm glad that you believe in that sort of definition that that definition because there is other definitions where people interpret it as something negative yeah and i think that it's really what you believe yeah. in because yeah. if you start manif if you start g look dwelling in the fucking negative you're gonna, gonna manifest happen. that yeah. bullshit so, um, so it's so, yeah. always good to manifest a better mm -hmm. than the oh yeah always what's uh what's one of the weirdest dreams you guys have ever had oh i don't really dream really <clears throat> yeah or you just don't remember it's just fucking not nah, like that the most recent dream was before the gender reveal. Yeah. That was it, but I don't really dream like like that, I guess. Maybe like, just because I'm too tired. Or yeah, I would think that if you were too tired, you'd fucking hella dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they say that you they say that you you do dream every night. You just sometimes you just don't remember what what, what went on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it could happen. And then the part that we do remember is like a clip of a fraction of it. Fucking whatever time we were asleep. The only time that I remember is whenever it's something like significant that happens in the story. Mm -hmm. That's I, the that's the only time. Yeah, for me too. Like I, before my uh, my gender reveal, uh -huh. I uh, the same day I took a nap and I dreamt that it was a girl. No shit. And I woke up and I was like, was I was like, it's a girl. Yeah. And we had the the party and, and it, it was, was a girl. girl. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time though, like where I was like, it, congratulations. Oh, by thank, the way, you. Man. thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's going to be a dad now. Yes, sir. That's crazy, but well, I don't think I've had any like super wild dreams. Falling off a building, I guess that's just something else. I I've already told my brother over here, bro. Like, like I've told him before about this weird dream that I had, that I used to have, I should say, because I haven't had it in years. It was when I was like much younger than I am right now. Um, what I do remember is it was a silver like big ass building. Mm. And it was almost like a filing cabinet, you know, when it, I, all right, this one is weird, bro. Like, <laughs> it's really weird. Like, weirdest dreams, this is really weird to me, at least. It's like when you open a filing cabinet and you see a bunch of letters or, along the top of them. Yeah. The folders. Yeah. All, yeah, all the folders. The dividers. Yeah, all the dividers. It's like someone was strumming through them with their fingers super quick, and it was just a bunch of numbers. Like... Like uh, you would strum through and it would be like thirty six. Like I, I don't know, like like a random number, like a bunch of random random numbers. And I would free. It was like in my body, it would feel like I was like launched through there. So as they were strumming their fingers across those folders, it was almost like I was being like flung as they were doing that, and and it felt like I was taking off. And and that's probably the weirdest dream that I've really had. Damn, holy shit! Intense. That's a vivid that's ass dream. That's fucking well, intense as fuck. The the oh yeah, go ahead. I would only have have that like I remember being sick, like when I had the flu or something. I was feeling weird, feeling bad. I would have that dream, and I would wake up and I would just go take a shower, rinse off, 
and I, I, I would wake up and just breathing super hard, like super heavy, like yeah, hyperventilating. Yeah, like, ab- and I don't even know why, because it wasn't like a scary, scary dream. Like I seen some crazy shit, but like, you know what I mean? Like it was just that. That that's probably the weirdest dream I had, I've yeah. ever had. Um, though the reason that that story is pretty crazy, like obviously it's crazy as fuck. Yeah, but yeah. what makes it more crazier is that I have a similar dream, and we had we had never spoken of this until like two weeks ago. I guess this weird but deep anxiety when i see a large number like if you were to just randomly not right now it wouldn't work but if you guys were to randomly be like three billion fucking whatever whatever million fucking three hundred thousand eighty nine whatever you know like it would give me anxiety and but in my dream i have these impossible equations that i that are impossible to figure out like and I don't have, and for some reason in my brain, in my dream, I have no choice but to figure this equation out. If I don't, shit. like, I'm basically going to die. Like, oh, it's shit. it's the weirdest thing, but I wake up fucking hyperventilating and sweating. Mm-hmm. And um, I did, I've done a lot of research over the years. Initially, I couldn't find anything except that those things happen when you, uh, when, when you have a fever. Oh shit! Okay. And really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the fact that you said that whenever you were feeling, I had a sick, fever. That's when it happens. Because I was hot as fuck. I remember, and that's why I would go and rinse off. Yeah. So with that, like a yeah. cooler shower. And so that's that's what I found initially, and now I found that. Um, uh, what did they say? Fuck! I can't even remember. I'm sorry. Long guys. time ago. But uh, no, no, no. I well, yeah, that was. The, I found that that it had to, that it had to do with fevers back when it first started for me. But then no. recently I looked it up again and it has an actual meaning, but I, I completely forgot. I'm, I'm blanking right now. But <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the crazy thing is, is that we both have kind of similar shit going on. Yeah. Did you hear something? No, it's because you moved in and it made the little <laughs> pussy. Dude. Not if we made a oh, face. Because like, I was like, <laughs> he made a face. <laughs> no, well, they, they say uh, your, your dreams do have a lot of like there's a there's a meaning behind to where like if you ever fought in your dream and you're like punching super slow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I don't remember exactly what it is, but I remember it has to do with something either stressing you out or you're not believing in yourself or it's in some form that way. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's happened to me in my dreams where I try to, when I'm fighting somebody yeah, and I'm, I'm punching and I'm like going super slow and it's like super tight. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you're trying to push through like, why yeah. can I hit this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had that. I've yeah. had that for sure. They fucking punch hey, me in my chin. up. But have you guys heard, so... I know we've all, I don't know if this is cool in the podcast, but we've all smoked weed before. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Jesse. Uh-huh. <clears throat> like I, no. Wait, hold on. Say, say that closer into the <laughs> mic real quick. So do you or do you not smoke marijuana? <laughs> uh, anyways. As of right I, now, no. I've heard, I forgot where I heard this from, but it said when you smoke weed, your dreams, some chemical in your brain that produces the dreams it actually when the weed will like the THC will like stop that like it'll from being created yeah from being created yeah. and then when you stop smoking weed like all of a sudden like let's say you take a tea break like a tolerance break and you stop smoking weed you have the most like the vivid, vivid dream yeah yeah, yeah I've the, heard of that too have you guys had yeah. that though because I honestly I kind of kind of have I've no. never I don't think I've gone on a long enough tolerance break to I have but I, I couldn't tell you so. what the dream that I had but yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no. that is that that is uh, something that is definitely in the stoner circles. Like mm-hmm. as far as it being 
corroborate corroborated or whatever the fuck you yeah. say it. So yeah, I do I do believe that is true because it has happened to me and I I I I have heard of other people. What happens to them? Yeah, that it happens yeah, to them. I don't think I've I don't think I've taken a long enough one to re- see if I did have any crazy crazy dreams because I mean I've I don't like I probably don't always remember my dreams but I know that sometimes I do dream even after smoking like you know X amount all night mm-hmm. like I I can still remember at least a part of it you know yeah but I don't know I if it's true then that should be pretty nuts I'd be yeah, pretty interested to what see about what about lucid of, dreaming though I've only done it once you guys have done it no and I'm I'm not really down to do it because no, no, like the, the shit like the ritual that, that you have to do for that. no 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 no, no. like. You guys have never just caught yourself in a lucid dream? No, where no. I can no. I don't do drugs. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, I don't see do drugs. drugs. You don't do <laughs> drugs, you motherfucker. <laughs> sorry, I've never hit the pookie before. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> you know nah. what? Oh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never. I've. Uh, I've. I mean, what? What? What do you consider a lucid dream? Maybe I should ask you that before I say no. Uh, where you're just in control of your dream. I I've had it where I have been able to control my dream. Where I'm like, okay, like I want to. I want to be here or I want to have this, but it's probably happened to me one or once or twice, but not recently. It hasn't happened to me within the, uh, since I found out what lucid dreaming is. So when it was happening to me, I had no idea what it was. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Cause I've, I've had it, but like, I didn't intentionally do it, but it happened that I caught myself in the dream and you know, this can change and that can change. And it lasted, you know, I don't know how long it lasted in reality. Yeah. For me, it seemed like a pretty long time, but probably yeah. could have been like two, two to five minutes, if that. But I, I, if I could, if I could do it, I, I probably would do it. Yeah, the rituals are crazy as fuck, though. Yeah, those things are weird. Yeah, what's I, I, I don't like weird. I don't like shit like that, bro. Like I, I, I feel to me, I just, I feel like that's like some fucking witchcraft shit. I don't, like some, I don't dark, like some dark magic. Yeah, shit. I don't fuck with that shit. Like, even though maybe not necessarily, it's maybe not a bad thing, but But to me, it just, it's in that realm and I don't, I don't want to fuck with it. You don't want to, you don't want to test the, test the waters. Mm -mm. It sounds cool in theory, but I don't want to do it. All right. So we're having a conversation off air in regards to can the good outweigh the bad? And when we were, the, the example that monks gave was that if you're a drug dealer and you are selling drugs, but you are giving, you're basically supporting an orphanage. You're giving them food, clothes, uh, supplies for, you know, school and just general shit, you know, for sports, things like that. You're basically funding this school uh, of, or uh, basically an orphanage. Yeah. Is it, does it make it okay? Yeah. Um, my, my, my idea on that, my thought on that is, I think that if we're talking just on, a person level it would make the drug if it was me it would make me feel better doing that right but does it make it right i don't think so i don't think that it makes it right for me to sell drugs and and because on that part i'm doing bad but then i'm also <clears throat> doing good on the side so i don't think that it's necessarily a good thing is it nice is it awesome like yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with that but i don't think that it's right I, if that's so you suspension. so you wouldn't think that like uh, let's say there's an older guy that is already past the point of no return of on drugs and you sell him a drug so you can help a kid to not get to that future you don't think you would it would like that's a good point like balance it out yeah. almost like you, you he's already past the point of no return who is 
the guy selling the, it? No, 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 the guy using the, the guy, guy buying drugs. Yeah. The guy buying drugs. Yeah, the guy buying drugs. So basically, you, like his life is already fucked, but you can help another life. Yeah, right. So you can help okay, this okay. kid from being in that in that in I've that never position. Heard that one. Yeah, I've never heard that point. Yeah, because in that sense, then I, I, well, I honestly feel it's okay. I feel yeah, like the, uh, I feel like the good outweighs the bad. That's yeah. almost like you're trying to make amends, though. In a sense, in a I mean, I, I mean, if you're just doing it like, well, I'm selling drugs, and you know, my money needs to go somewhere. Okay, well, it's gonna go here. Like, I don't feel that you should feel bad about it. Like, I don't. I feel like it, it, it is okay because. You, like I said, I feel like in the moral compass, it, the good is obviously way better than what the worst is, you know? Yeah. Plus, the people buying drugs, they're, like I said, their lives are already fucked as it is. Yeah. And I feel like that, like you, he might be fucking his life more, but he's already past the point. No, that's where, a good point. Or, I, I, or he's, he's not going to benefit the community if he gets better. You know what I mean? Because he's never going to be the same. When you can help in but, that, you but, can help a kid... Have a better future. Get out of that poverty, so that they don't have to buy. They drugs. don't have to be. You see, okay, see that's and it's it's a double-edged sword for me because what I want to say to you is, well, who are you to make that choice? Like, like who? Why? Why is it that you can make that choice for for that person? Like, in the sense of, well, I'm gonna keep helping this guy fuck himself because regardless, if I don't do it, somebody else is gonna do it. Not necessarily well, that I mean, if I'm gonna do it, that somebody else is gonna do it. Regardless, if I said it to him. Then he's gonna go look for it. Not that somebody else is gonna sell to him to give to the kids. No, 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 no. No, I know that. No, no. Yeah, if somebody else sells it to him. They're probably not gonna give to the kids. No. So what you're you're doing the kids a service, and I understand what you mean. But at the same time, it's like, well, <clears throat> he could just sell the drugs and not give shit to the kids. So I guess, like I said, he is doing some right, but selling drugs still to me is the not. Like it's it's not a good thing because you're you're obviously you're putting somebody's life at risk or you're you're destroying you know you're, you're destroying, you're destroying yeah you're destroying somebody's but, life you know oh I, but, you know okay but let me ask this maybe why is it not okay to sell drugs like just a simple simple basic well, question it, like, I, I'm, I'm actually curious now I I I now I'm questioning myself because it's, it's it's they say that what you're doing is you're you're feeding poison to your, your own community yeah to your community you know, you're it's not creating, legal you're creating addicts <laughs> it's not legal <laughs> it's not, but, yeah. it's not legal. But, but drugs are never gonna go away no, no they're never so then so then what is the problem with drug dealing. Like okay, so now that, now that, let's really, that, that, let's really it, get into it. It would be that sense that you're you're pretty much you're poisoning your, your own community yeah, because you're, you're feeding it. you're feeding poison to people. Yeah, technically, because what you're doing is creating addicts. You know, um, people that want to rob, steal, kill, get whatever they can for to the get, drug. You know, to get that high. The way I see it is, it's not my problem. If like back in high school when I did it, like if somebody would make me try to make me feel bad about you know somebody had a bad experience or they got sick, like. That fucking sucks, but I didn't put it in your mouth. I didn't tell you, you better take this shit right now. No, you came to me. Yeah, a lot of people don't, you don't go be like, hey, buy this off of me. No, they come up to you. Yeah. So like in that sense, like for me, it's like, it's not my problem. Like yeah. you're, you're addicted. It's not my fault, dude. So I see that as my money that I need to survive. Yeah. And if you're not, and then I'm sorry, it sucks, but I didn't force you to do it. I never, I wasn't the one that introduced you to it. You did it to yourself. So if I get a benefit, you know, supply and demand. So why can't I take away from the... I seen a guy selling drugs and he has this nice car and this nice house and he has all this money that he doesn't know what to do with. <clears throat> why can't I be like, you know what? I'm going to do that, but I'm going to give back. And it'd be more morally acceptable. But, but he's already doing it, but for the wrong reason. Okay. I, I don't disagree with that, but I think that we have to walk it back in the sense that we need to build a good foundation as to why 
selling drugs is okay. I, I really want us to figure that out right now. Like maybe it's not that simple, but what I'm saying is, is like the reality of it is that drugs are not going to go away. No, no. Mm-hmm. never. And never. it's, there's too much money on to be made and people, people are greedy. So yeah. that's, that shit's not going to go away. So with knowing that it, I now, I, now I'm actually starting to think that drug dealing is not a bad thing. I actually I, just changed my mind right now because regardless, like, the drugs are going to be there, and there's always going to be a supplier of some sort. Yeah, okay. and it's not going to go away. So no. technically, I don't. Now I'm thinking, yeah, you probably it probably shouldn't be illegal. Okay, let's put it in this hands. You're, let's say, I'm in the corner. I'm selling oranges, right? Okay, and I'm making ten bucks a bag. Okay, there's another kid that doesn't do nothing. That he just sits at home. He drives by somebody, or somebody drives by his house, and he makes a hundred bucks within thirty minutes. And he's helping his mom pay rent. He's putting food on his table. Yeah, see, it's or it, a lot of these kids, their parents become addicts, and they have to help their addiction. siblings and stuff like that. So now, instead of giving into the drug that put me in the situation, I'm gonna use it. To I'm my gonna advantage. use it to my advantage. So that's why it's hard. I know what you're trying to get at. You're trying to pretty much. You're saying now that you don't see the negative in it. Yeah, I don't. Because because it, it really isn't. Yeah, I mean, in terms it, of it's, it, there's a negative in the sense that yes, you are, the, you are the, the enabling drugs. people. Yeah, you're, yeah, enabling you're, you're, people. you're making your community bad, but those people are already there. They're already going to be there. They're going to get like that. Whether you make that decision of becoming a lawyer or a drug dealer, the only thing is, is that now, like to rebuttal that specific point, it would be. Well, I mean, if there's more drug dealers and lawyers, and that shit's not going to work, right? Because no, then the community goes to but, shit. But that's, well, yeah, that's not, the thing. Not everybody can do it. Yeah. You know? That's the thing about the being having morals. You know, some people can't handle it. Some people they they just can't handle the situation or under or the pressure. Or even like yeah, the the pressure. That's a that's a point the, I was gonna bring pressure. up. Like some people, you know, that what if they get jumped or they get fucking yeah. shot or they yeah. get robbed for their yeah. shit? And they and can't some handle people that. Get scared. Yeah, and then that's they, exactly. They it. don't want to have nothing to do with it no more. They made good money, yeah, but they were scared. Yeah. They weren't smart. And then that's where a lot of like. Young kids now, especially in the Mexican like Mexican community, want to be like they listen to these corridos and shit like that, and they want to be, you know, big drug dealers. Big drug dealers, but they have to understand that they're being watched. Even even like let's say I'm a big guy, and Andy wants to come and sell drugs for me. All right, you do that, and I'm gonna give him this, I'm gonna give him that, and the cops come to me. Hey, we're getting you on this on that. Okay, how about this? I'll give you this kid driving this this car with this amount, and then you just let me go. All right. So then I'm getting rid of a little fish that doesn't even matter. And he's, he, he thinks he's on top of the world. Yeah. Because he wasn't smart. He, you know, he gave, him, he gave him his real name, his address, everything. Then that's where people go wrong. Okay. I feel it. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. 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 I mean, again, like. And cops can be it, bought off even here. No. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I've seen, I've known guys to get pulled over with 12 kilos and have $10,000. You take the $10,000, you didn't see nothing. And that's it. I'm they doing drive that away. shit. I'm doing it. And I'm they drive crooked. away, and it's I'd real. Be, yeah. I'd be crooked. Well, I'd be even crooked here, as fuck. much as uh, it's corrupt in Mexico, it's corrupt in here. Yeah. Even when I went to Mexico, uh, there's this where you could pee, you have to pay five pesos. Yeah. Which is a little annoying. bit. Not a lot. It's a little bit. Like a cent, maybe. Yeah, maybe if that. Like one cent. And my cousin were peeing in the streets and stuff. And I was like, I don't want to pay five fucking pesos. So I went all the way to the street and I peed. And I was walking back, and then fucking six fucking cops come around me. And they grab me, and they take me to where I peed, and they put the flashlight. They're like, yep. Yep, he peed right here. <laughs> and they put me in handcuffs. We got to take you. Oh, well, why? You got to pay the, the fine. How much is it? I don't know. We got to take you so you could pay it. 
And I was like, fuck. I was like, and it was uh, the fiesta, so there's a bunch of people in the plaza, so I had to walk across everybody. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to do that. I was like, how much How much to fix right here? To You take my handcuffs off, how much you want? The guy's like, give me uh, 600 pesos. And 60 like, bucks, roughly? Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And I had to pay him. Yeah. For not paying five pesos, I had to pay you 600. You paying 600. <laughs> <laughs> but just like that He didn't let me go He don't gotta yeah. report it No nothing That's all yeah. hit for him And his boys Drink some beers Or whatever That's pretty much What was going on They were just waiting For somebody to do that shit And we hungry Oh yeah Or like the video Of the YouTubers That went to the border To Mexico And they got pulled over By Mexican cops And they had a bunch Of like uh, coke Like Coca Cola Coca Cola yeah And then they, nope. they didn't search it up And the lady had told them Like this was gonna happen we're yeah. gonna we're gonna take this much and then you're gonna pay us this much. Like we're gonna take this much of the coke and you're gonna pay us this much and you can go. And that's how crazy how corrupt it is. Like it is wild. I, like they'll they'll take drugs and money and then you can go on your way. They'll take their yeah. part so they can feed their family. Yeah. Or whatever, and then they go you go upon your day. Sounds like it's pretty easy to drug deal in Mexico, huh? <laughs> I don't want to live there. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, Let's go make a quick buck, yeah, dog. I, I, th- I, I definitely, you know, now, now that I really gave it some thought, I mean, I'll, I'll sleep on it, but I would like to have somebody that really could bring some points as to why it's not. Why it's not good? Yeah. That's, it's, I, it's the, that's going to be the biggest dilemma is the fact that you're pretty much poisoning. Yeah, yeah but... I, but again, like it, you're poisoning, but like I, to bring up that stupid ass point that I told you annoys the shit out of me. If you don't do it, somebody Somebody's else is going to do it. Yeah. Drugs are not going to go away. There's too much money in big pharma. There's too much money in drugs right now with, you know, whether it's a gang, a cartel, a fucking mafia, whatever. There's too much money to be made. Yeah. So that shit is not going to go away. So why not just reap the benefits? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, well, yeah, it's not I'm, for everybody. No, yeah, it's not. But, I, I've never seen the bad in it. So what if uh, those drugs that the cartel sell were legalized and they were sold? It would. Reg- it would like be. They had regulations on it. It would be like designer designer brands, you know, like yeah. Louis but, Vuitton coming out with fucking eight, eight balls and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only way that that's the only way that it would even ever but, work. I think it's a touchy subject just because fucking I'm over here eating in and out. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm I'm enjoying life over here and it's just like such a it's a problem that's close to home, I guess. Yeah, what's and like I don't even know about. Like Yeah, it's like crazy. I'm, I'm ignorant to it. Like I I don't really have it. I I don't have a say in it. I should say I don't know enough about it. Yeah. And Let's it's like it. like I like I come here and like I'll, I'll go fucking go to the gas station, buy me some chips, just kick it, and I just really don't have a say in that. To me, I don't think like drug dealing is it really contributing to society in some kind of way. Like, why do you become a drug dealer? Is it because you really want to help people, or is it because well, no, well, 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 well obviously in the, the perfect world they would be you, you know help s- sell drugs, help people. Yeah, but in reality, people are greedy, money hungry. Right, people. And, and want to get themselves out of poverty. Yeah, yeah. So they don't want to. They don't want to help that. people but at any cost. Yeah, at, at any, any cost. cost. So there's people that are will do anything to get out of that situation. To and get I mean, out the mud. And it's crazy numbers. I mean, you think you work. Uh, you know, you want to be a good kid. You know, you want to do right, and you get a job at eighteen at McDonald's. You're making, what is it now, fourteen bucks, right? What is that a week? Not even five hundred, six hundred bucks. 
Yeah, after that, taxes, after you, probably, taxes. you probably end up with like four. So imagine if like that's you, if you're full time. Yeah, if you're full time. So you you work the two weeks, it's eight hundred bucks. Get taxes, maybe down to seven six. When I just made a thousand dollars in two seconds of me exchanging this for this, and like I think a lot of people is selfish, but a lot of people is like, what's my money? And I and like I need to, like I said, like he said, like a poverty. They want to get out of where they're at, the struggles they're at, and if it's this way. Then it's this way, like the where, whatever bills you have, dude. They don't care where the money come from. Yeah. It comes from. They care okay. that they get their money. Yeah, I, I get that. I like I understand that completely. I guess it just comes down to what kind of person I am, and, and in my opinion, I'm just like, you, you want something, go fucking do it. Like, just, no, yeah, they're just saying the and, and they're doing it that way. So it's just something that I wouldn't do. Um, like I would be more. I'm more of the kind of person that to kind of find a way around it and and to use the system that we have in the United States to my advantage. No, of course. And, no, and, yeah, and, and there's I, people that that like obviously right, like welfare that that. and all that stuff that live off of, you know, the government or whatever. But you can you can do that. There's other ways to make a bunch of money. There's other ways. And Is I it think, harder? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you would obviously at the end of the day feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because in in is there really a way out? It, like, is there really a good ending to drug dealing? Like people mm. who do there 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 could like, be there could be, but you have that that's where that's where you have that's where your brains come in, yeah. not just so much like you're you're in it like, for the you money. Can't, at this you can't point. let the greed get yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so that's so much you becoming smarter and using your head a lot, uh, and then investing your money in yeah. actual companies or yeah. you starting your own actual company. Yeah. You know, but there's there's ways out, but there, you just have to be smart. Yeah, you have to plan ahead. Yeah. yeah, because you can't you, just be like, you, I got this money, I'm gonna go buy a Mercedes. Yeah, I got this money, I'm gonna go buy this. Because in, rea- in reality, when you do sell drugs, you can't really be like that. You you're you're mostly low key because you can't flash out that much because, for one, you can't prove where the money's coming from without it being illegal. Yeah, so you want to put that money somewhere where it's gonna end up getting bigger and bigger with time legally, and then you could pull that out and, and then be like, boom, oh, I have this company. That's why I have rich, this much. You know. Yeah. And it I, takes its time. Obviously, you're not going to be able to pull the same numbers like when you do investing or you do your own business. You know, you're not going to pull the same numbers you were when you were selling drugs. But the numbers are going to keep adding up, and that's what you have to stick with and just let go of the of I, what what you what got you there. I guess like the way I look at it is, I probably wouldn't take that path, and I would just like if I were to do anything at all costs, like I got to fucking figure out how to pay this off at any cost. I don't know. I just feel like I would figure something out. Like I, I'm just that type of person. Like how if, if, if you're at that point where you have to go and sell drugs to do something or, or to, to pay something off, or pay your dues, like I, I'm, I'm going to go get it legally. I'm going to contribute my part. And I'm I'm gonna stick around to see my family and know that I work for that shit like with my bare hands. Okay, but sometimes, but, sometimes, okay. sometimes time isn't on your side though. No, yeah, and in and in California, that saying that is a lot easier. Saying like, oh, I could, I'm rather do this and that. But when you're in like, let's say, other countries, yeah, and when you're getting paid two dollars a, a day over this guy's over here that's making this amount. Then it's gonna be a big difference. Even if you get a better job, a high paying job, it's still gonna be shit compared to true. what people that work shit jobs over here too. Can two things be true at the same time? It's it's a quick way to make cash. So if time isn't on your side, we can, I think we can agree on that. Yeah. But yeah. 
a lot of can't you can't we agree that lazy motherfuckers do it too? Because yeah. they don't want to do anything. Yeah, but those are those True. lazy motherfuckers are the ones that go to jail faster the ones that get caught. and the ones that get killed faster. And the ones that think they make money but yeah. they don't. They're making they're making what like I somebody said, they, makes in they no time. They feel like they're a, a big fish in in the sea, pond. but they're they're just a little fish yeah. in this bigger thing, but they feel like it. But then in reality they're not. Yeah, they're and those not. are the ones that go to jail first that get killed. Those are those are the same plugs that smoke the shit they have. Yeah. Same guys. They just they do it because it gives them an, um, this amount of weed, for instance, and it gives them a little bit of eating money. But it doesn't give them what they need, which is to pay off this, to pay off yeah, that. Yeah, to get to, out of this. To get to the do, fuck out of where they're To do at. this, to invest in this so I get more money out of this and I don't have to do this no more at the end they, of the day. Yeah, they grow a comfort level, you know? Those yeah. guys are buying an ounce or two of weed at a time. So those lazy motherfuckers yeah. are the ones that get caught first, that go to jail, that get killed. That think that they they're a robbed. big fish in a little pond. I don't have those brains though. Like yeah, not like a lot of people up, do. Like, I, like if I was even to try to drug deal, I don't have those brains. Yeah, bro. Not a lot of people like, do. Like I don't have those, and and that's why I'm saying I wouldn't take that route. And and that's why I like in my opinion, I'll just fucking do what I gotta do, dude. And if You'll I gotta struggle, I, I struggle. And and at the end of the day, like that's only good for me. To, to struggle No yeah There's the saying in Spanish Querer es poder Yeah To want is to To do basically Yeah Like if you want something Go do it Don't say I want it Go and Go yeah, and get go it Go and actually do it I think yeah Well a lot of people Would take different I, routes You know But that's also Comes back to what I said Is that I don't live in those countries I'm here True yeah. And in my situation yeah. You know I'm Like I think it's just I have to be super grateful For the position that I'm in that I don't have to think about those things where I have to make those those yeah, decisions. Never put in to, those situations. Yeah, that I have to make that decisions. Oh, oh fuck, dude! I I, I got to make this much money, or else I'm gonna die, or or yeah. I'm not gonna have a place yeah. to stay, or you know. And and yeah. like I said, dude, that, that just goes back to what I was trying to say is that I'm just ignorant to it. And and but I that, but that's but that's that's all right because it, you not having the thought that fuck maybe one day I might have to drug deal is good yeah, because yeah. you you have a stronger belief in the system we have here in the U S right. than a lot of people do like you know for instance me like I I feel that I can do big things in the system if I'm if I work it correctly you know if I work through it no matter what's going on around us like I feel you can do it you know but somebody like me like right now I can't work. You know, I've I've been with this fucking injury that I've had for for a year now, and I, I I can't fucking stand it. But in my eyes, like, what's it like? I can't collect unemployment because I got that job doesn't exist. Can't get disability. I can't prove what happened. So for me, it's a viable option. I can go into drugs just fine. But what what's that injury? Like off air, if you had to cut this out, whatever, what's that injury? No, it's my, it's my sciatic nerve. So the pain runs from the back of my lower back. sciatica. Yeah. So my lower back, it runs through the, through my right side, down my ass cheek, down yeah, my I know, thigh. I know, I know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Sciatica. Yeah. 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 So what have you done to help yourself? I've gotten about what? A couple, maybe 10 different injections. I took this vitamin. I take that vitamin. I do my stretches. That's that's Does it help every, and anything except surgery. I haven't had massages. I've gone to chiropractors constant for I still do, and it just it feels good coming out, but you know, after a while, it goes away, including myself. I do this all the time. It's like I just make so much excuses of to why I can't do something. And and it just makes up like a narrative for myself that makes me feel good. Like, like I can't, 
I can't do something like let's say I, like for my knee injury like I say like oh I can't play soccer anymore that, that's a sport that I used to love you guys all know yeah, that yeah. right I'm I'm always saying I can't play soccer anymore because of my knee but is that really the case like have I actually and this is a conversation that I have with myself right like it, it goes deep within yourself yeah. like I I truly believe that the and and one of my biggest like I guess you could say inspirations he always says like the the realest conversation you have is the one that you have with yourself. Yeah. And I believe that to the to the fucking depth of me. Yeah. Is it really that I can't do something or is it just because I don't want to fucking do it because it hurts or because because You're scared to fail. I'm scared to fail. Yeah. Or or some shit like no, that. No, is it, yeah, is it and that? I, and I get you. Or, like it's a mind trick. I've had four jobs right. this year that I've tried to work. And uh-huh. every job I've had the pain before I start my job, the the week before I start the job, I'm great. No more pain. I, I really don't feel my leg. Like there's every once in a while, like I'll have like a little twitch and I'll like, you know, I'll still like kind of go crooked. The, the minute the job starts, it's like my body's yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you need to stop. And I, I, I try to last as long as I can for some jobs and it's just. It's not. It's not mental. If it was, I would have gotten over this the month it happened. Right. Because yeah, in reality, a mental shit has like a lot to do with it. Like being in like certain situations that's happened to me or him. Like you, you, uh, you want better. You, you, you know, you have a lot of stuff. You, you, you want to do better. You want to do more. But being in a situation like me and my brother, where, well, we had a lot, and then like this, it, it disappears. And it's a, it makes you feel different. It makes you appreciate other things more than material things, money things, and and things like that. So then that's why I feel like he still feels like you know he can do other stuff because money not necessarily is it's everything, but you don't need it to be happy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like because from having a like everything to a lot of stuff to not needing anything to you know how are we gonna pay this month's rent or where are we gonna move to this year. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Then you start to appreciate other stuff besides money stuff and, and other stuff like that. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, I've I've heard that. They've, I've had a couple of people tell me, like, dude, it's probably just in your head. And, like, I, I, I wish it was. I, I really wish that I was lying to myself to make my, myself feel better about whatever's going on. But it, it's not. Like, I remember you just seeing me the other day for the first time. <laughs> the other day, we were uh, we did we did a podcast um, with, uh, with, with G and his brother. We were at his house and we uh we played we played hockey after. We were playing uh, hockey we were with playing hockey. Air hockey or what? No, no like actual like, like real hockey. Like street yeah, hockey. Yeah, yeah, street street hockey. hockey yeah. <laughs> we were playing Smack. hockey and uh he was the goalie and then he and I noticed that he was kinda like limping, but he's been limping for a minute, right? Yeah. And so I like I told him, I was like, I, I knew you were hurt, but I didn't realize that you were like hurt, hurt. Cause I was always, I was, I was almost like, dude, quit being a bitch. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's go, go play, like, play basketball. Let's go play basketball. Like, stop fucking around. Yeah. And he's always like, like, nah, bro, like, I can't. And so then, so then going back to this, like, I saw him and dude, like, when we were walking out, like, his, his hit, his, his, like, let's say his, uh, his waist is here and his back was like, 
curved and he was like this, like yeah. walking sideways. He was like a question his, mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't yeah. have a question mark. That was, that was the number one thing. Yeah. It was a question mark. Damn. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to say like, bro, stop being a bitch. No, no, no. no yeah, <laughs> like, stop being a bitch, bro. No, 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 don't, worry, like, don't worry. I already told him that. So yeah, I, I, he's already said, no, I, but I, I get what you're saying. No, like, no, no. What you're just, saying is I, right. I catch myself doing that. Yeah. No, I've done That's that. why I bring it up. No, I've done that yeah. for sure. Well, like, yeah, I feel like everybody's done that at one point. Because it happened like when, like I, because I have my knee does like, I got like some pain there you know before the injury and yeah dude i'd use it as an excuse not to work out yeah like i'll go to the gym like oh, <laughs> my, my, knee. my knee hurts like i know that yeah. my fucking knee i know it, it there's pain there but i know it's not something that's gonna stop me but this has been like it just shut down my body like i just I've, I've never had something so bad where like i couldn't even fucking like i can't even walk around walmart without having to lean over the car or like squat down you know just so that i can catch a break on my leg so like it's it's been a fucking struggle with it i'm gonna get you a cane <coughs> give me a fucking walker <laughs> in these back that's what i was telling him i was like i i you need to get fucking surgery man like i like, i got I, I hope they don't give him like some sort of treatment i hope they just, just go, go in there and, and fix fuck you, it dude. up Cut me, cut me the fuck up, <laughs> weird man. Now, well, because uh-huh. I, I believe you. I remember I had um, it was a like a super small fracture in my hip, and it, and I couldn't I couldn't really walk that well. Like it would mm. shoot down my leg, and the doctors would tell me that it was sciatica, and and that's how I know about it. Oh, yeah. And I would go to like the chiropractor. It was during my high school years, like freshman sophomore year, um, because I was always injured. Like I always had some kind of fucking injury, <laughs> and and that's why I said like, which is surprising because we drink a lot of milk. So yeah. fuck all you motherfuckers <laughs> that said that fucking that shit builds strong bones. It does. It I've does. never broken a bone. Fuck oh, I off. never broke a bone. It was, well, Didn't I guess I see a fracture. You in a cast? Huh? No, I was thinking for is it? I fracture. I never broken. Mm, same okay. thing. Yeah. Honestly, I think fracture, fracture, and broke is the same thing. It is because it, like I think that fracture is a is a break. Yeah. So. It is right. Yeah, Can we yeah, agree yeah, on that? Yeah, yeah. Because well, either, either way, if you fracture, break your leg, you're not gonna be able to walk on it. If you fracture true. your leg, you're not. But gonna, I mean, but, but, even but a like fracture some, is a break, technically. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I mean, like a break is like a clean. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like one. It's thing. Like a you, fracture is like little bones. All the bones can break into smaller bones. Yeah. So yeah. I guess. But I just, I, I honestly, I just. Do I feel it just like it would be the same pain because remember when. When our little brother broke, uh, had an airline fracture oh, on his shin. Yeah, he was on his shin. Yeah, he fell off a step, and I thought it was because of the dog, and he couldn't get up. And I, was being, and I was being a fucking asshole because <laughs> I didn't see nothing. I, yeah. I didn't know about airline fractures or nothing like that. Yeah. If you break your yeah, leg, no, you're not a fucking doctor. You dude. break it, obviously. So yeah. I would pick him up. I'm like, stop fucking playing, fucking walk. So I would pick him up and put him on his two feet. <laughs> And I'm like, so, fucking walk. He's like, I can't. He's fucking bawling his eyes. I can't. I'm like, Anthony, stop fucking being a bitch. Get up on your fuck. I'm fucking walk. I can't. I can't. Fucking Turns out he dicks. had a hairline fracture. So I got, home, got homies in the room crying and shit. I'm like, mom, what the fuck? She's like, I was like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. He fell. And I was like, he's fucking crying. Like, take him to the fucking hospital. <laughs> like, he's yeah. obviously in pain if he's just fucking sitting there in his bed, fucking turned sideways, just tearing up, dude. I'm like, what the, what are you doing? <laughs> Turned out he had a fucking hairline fracture on his shin. That's funny as fuck, dude. But the, the, fir- the first doctor we went to said that it, it was, was no- yeah, there was he nothing didn't see there. Nothing. He didn't see nothing. And then it was like, the, the thing we went to a specialist, no? The, yeah, I went to Arrowhead. And then oh, they were like, shit. yeah, it's a hairline fracture. That's what happened with me, too. Motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, with your hip, right? They told no, you. No, no, my knee. Oh. Yeah, they, they told me I didn't, nothing was wrong. Like, I think they just told me I had a sprain 
and then um when you busted your fucking acl yeah my acl fucking <laughs> dickheads yeah, they, 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 all, all they told me i went just walk to, it off <laughs> I, I went to the er a bitch. <laughs> i went to the er like that was the closest one and that wasn't my regular hospital i went to and um it wasn't kaiser no oh, it was why. it was like uh mm-hmm. some other fucking, fucking desert valley <laughs> yeah, yeah that was it <laughs> That was it. Uh, fucking trash. Do you remember? Do you remember that day that he was walking on it? Hey, hey, that's a different. Hang on, hang on. So this was after. That was after this. So wow. the first day it happened, they took me to to that the hospital and they gave me morphine. They said nothing was wrong. <laughs> so he was a nice like, pack. I was like, I was fucking faded as fuck, and I ended up going to Kaiser. I think getting MRIs and and X rays. And they ended up finding two fractures in my tibia and my um, my femur. So one fracture in my femur, one in my tibia. Uh, very small fractures, but they were still fractures. I think he said like hairline fractures or something like yeah. that. I have the paperwork. And then um, <laughs> I got the proof, motherfucker. I got, I got, I got proof. <laughs> and uh, I I tore my ACL, and then I tore my meniscus again. That was my second time. Uh, partial tear on my MCL, LCL. So basically, I fucked up my knee. And it wasn't until I went to Kaiser that they told me that I actually had all that shit wrong with me, with my legs. So. That about a bitch too sorry ass doctors up here. <laughs> nah, nah you good, not, when, I, when I got hurt at Burlington, it was fucked up because they sent me to Desert Valley. And they told me like, no, like, like I started having to go weekly to go to the to that doctor yeah and for some reason they wouldn't assign me to a doctor i'd have to go to the same office but i got a different doctor every fucking week (laughs) and i was like bro like what the fuck so every time they would like ask me all these questions and they're like there's nothing wrong with you and i'm like dude like i my i have a fucking hernia like my my shit is fucked like what do you mean (laughs) and they're like no no, well the only way we're going to be able to prove that you have a hernia is if we do um, what is it like an ultrasound and i was like i was like uh i was like okay well let's do it they're like well they're denying it and i was like <laughs> i was like okay then bitch i'm getting a lawyer so i got a lawyer and then boom like that fucking fuck sorted all that shit out real fucking quick but fuck yeah fuck desert, desert valley, valley. <laughs> fuck desert, yeah, valley. That, desert valley is terrible dude they have so many bad stories yeah. killing patients so, and shit dude. for real oh, I uh, they're terrible that, dude i believe it yeah dude they're fucking <laughs> terrible well, actually, slandering dude, their name. Dude, yeah, fuck. Now that you mention that, um, <laughs> I think that's what the hell was Near death experience. For Fucking that day I went, dude. Someone died. You know how um, in the ER, uh, you're not in a room. You're you're just more behind a curtain. You yeah. Know? And and I remember, bro. There was there was this fucking dad and mom that were crying, dude, like bawling their eyes out. Like crazy, dude, and I think their son had just died in like right next to me, like the fuck. next, the next God damn. Over, dude. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah. Shit. yeah, dude, that shit, that shit, I, that was crazy. <laughs> fuck you, Desert Valley, just taking lives. Hands down, dude. Fucking hands down, dicks. That, that, that fucking shit was crazy. Yeah. I honestly, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> hey, but how about those crazy ass edible stories? Oh, I think I think we should finish those. We should finish up the the podcast with those because those because yeah, every every story. podcast we finish with funny stories. So I think that would be the perfect one to end it with. So would you guys send your kids to private school? I would, one hundred percent. Okay, you would. Why? I feel like it, to a certain to a certain age, 
So they get the the the. I feel like it's really good for them in the beginning. That's a good point because it shows them a lot like of of discipline and and a lot more of like focusing on school. And right. then if if she wanted to stay there, then I would let her stay there. But like, if she got to a certain age, and I'm like, you want to go to a regular high school, you can go. Now but that, it's but it's good, not going to be the point. same. And that's what I would tell her. And uh. you know what? Because that that makes a lot of sense because. I think that when kids, the way that they're raised really matters. And I feel like if you put them in a, in a, and basically if you shape them young and you, and you don't allow them to basically do stupid shit, like the kids are going to do stupid shit, yeah. but, but like something that you could potentially get involved in, in a public school, like then, yeah, then basically they'll be better off. And then once they get to high school, like they, maybe they will be that kid that's too sheltered. But they won't go and do stupid fucking shit. Right? Oh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? There's like so the that, trust that's a good part. point. Yeah, like and you're I'll, starting and them off young. But, and then but like uh, we have two two cousins. One of our, uh, he has both of his daughters in, in Catholic, in Catholic school. school. Right. And one of them is really smart, plays a piano and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, they're, they're pretty, ridiculous. And then the other one is more... Like a free spirit. More like a free spirit. <laughs> she's, she's not so like into academics and stuff. And I feel like if she would want it, and if I was in that position and... One of them wanted to stay in Catholic school. Another one wanted to be like, you know what? I want to go to like a regular high school. Then I would let her, you know, try it out. But I'm going to have to tell her it's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. What about you? I Honestly, I don't really know too much about private schools, let alone Catholic schools. Okay. Well, so, what about a private school? Even though I know you said you don't know too much, but would you explore the idea potentially or just... Well, yeah. Like, I mean, I just... I've, the only thing I've really heard about it is that it costs money. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, you're, that, paying, you're that, paying for the edu- yeah, education. So, uh, other than that, I don't really know too much about it. So, I don't know what the difference would be from a private school to a public school. I mean. A, a lot of it uh, has to do yeah. with, like, the tools they get when they yeah. go to a private school. For they instance, have a, and they, and they care chance. about them more. Yeah. Okay. Like, they'll pay, like, they'll the, give them more attention. The teachers more are individual. probably paid yeah. more, yeah. and the teachers are more, indi- they're going to help the kids more individually. Yeah. And there's probably more programs in the actual school, you know, yeah. in terms like, of like more my, teacher like my, like, my cousin, she plays the piano the and does other, the other stuff. So, yeah, they, kinda, they can offer all those other programs that a regular public school couldn't. Yeah, for instance, like, when I went to the private school at Encore, like, I had, I, I was in band, I was in fucking cross-country, I was, I was all over the place. I was fucking doing photography, I was doing a bunch of shit that if I went to Silverado, I would have never been able to touch. You know, so, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, I guess a point, I guess. Yeah. You just, so you kinda, have more resources. Maybe they, we should they, put that. They cultivate your interest more. Yeah. In, in a sense. And they I mean, some, you, some they private tr- schools might have interest that you like some might not yeah so they don't, they don't just, follow the normal like curriculum that mm, public schools well, are teaching it, well, nowadays some, or? it depends because if you go to one that's just strictly academic then obviously it's going to be more focused on that but if you go to like an artsy one then right. it's going to be more focused on artsy right, and then right. yeah you do your english and your math but it's not as prominent uh, yeah hmm. i i would be open to the idea i'm i'm always i try to stay like kind of open-minded about shit um especially if it would involve my kids like, yeah, and and their futures and how they can, uh, how they come up basically. So I would consider it, you know, like if I had some more info about it, if I had like a specific school to like like a difference between like this school or this school, you know what I mean? Like look into both of them. Too. Yeah, I would look into both of them. No, and, yeah. and see I what, feel like see the, what the, deal is. the public school system failed me completely. But <laughs> why <laughs> do you say that? Because I feel like. Uh, 
because I was because uh, I have uh, ADHD, mm-hmm. and I feel like the teachers in public school don't really care. Like they don't really like if a kid has like something like that, they don't really spend they the time with them. Yeah. yeah. Why then, do you think that is though? Because they don't re- they don't get paid enough. Resource, they don't, okay. yeah, they don't they don't want to put their effort into that. Because they're not getting no payback yeah. for it. Yeah. Know? Okay. That and and it like morally it's fucked up, but do you think it's fucked up? Like. In reality, I, I, I understand it. Like I understand why they're not putting the effort in. But yeah. at this, oh, but go ahead. Sorry. No, I feel like yeah, but like I feel like when I when I transferred to homeschooling, then it was a more one on one independent. I feel like I, you get that bond more. Like if you get a, if you get more of one on one, you build you, that rapport. That it, yeah, yeah, with mm-hmm. your teacher, mm-hmm. then you can trust them and and really tell them like, oh, they What's can be really be like, oh, uh, let's do your homework. Why aren't you doing it? What's going on? And then you feel more comfortable instead of being like, oh. I, I didn't do didn't it. Want I do didn't it. want to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you get that, like, oh, you know what? She's really good to me. I should really do my shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to let her down. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then, then for me, that's what it was. Like, I when I changed homeschool, my teacher was really good to me, and I I didn't want to let her down. And she's like, oh, are you gonna graduate? I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, honestly, I don't even know if I'm a. Yeah. I want to make it, but later on, building that rapport with her, then it made me feel like you know what? I got to do it for her. She'd put her neck out for me. So I have to show her that I could do it. Yeah, mm. that it wasn't wasted time. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's a that's a good point. Uh, I wanted I wanted to bring something into it though. Is like, I understand that whole pay thing because that that is yeah. a, that is a strong point and it is true. It's a valid point. But isn't it like taking the oath? Like once you take that oath, once you pick that career path to co- become a teacher and help kids. Shouldn't you do it regardless of how much you're getting paid? Because in a way... I feel like it's easier said than done. It is easier said than done. I feel like being in those type of situations, like where you guys made in the podcast before where he said and Kid Blaze said that they made their teachers cry. Yeah. Like being like, you know what? I can handle these kids. And then being in that situation is a whole lot different than just saying it. Correct. So I feel like that's where a lot of teachers crack and they don't want to put that effort into it. Yeah. And I... and. and like yeah, you know they should. They're they're doing it for the love of teaching. They're doing it for you know. They're obviously their backbone isn't really money, you know. Especially if you're going into a teaching career in California, you know that. That's that's my point. Uh, you know is that you, you know you're not going to get you're paid not going to be stacked up. But I think, I think the fact that some teachers don't do it is because it, they probably just don't believe that it could be that bad. Like they don't believe that there's no assistance for them. Okay, so so you think that, but when they're initially going in, they they have hope. Yeah, and but then once they realize what the fuck they're actually working with, they're kind of like, okay, they're kind of like, yeah. So then there's yeah. there's some that are gonna be like, all right, fuck it, I, I'm I'm gonna do it anyways because you know I want to I want to see these kids prosper. I want to I want to be able to you know do what I said I was gonna do as a teacher versus like I'm not getting paid to do that shit. Like, and I have to eat. Like, I have to pay bills too. You know, like I'm not just out here a fucking a free check for my kids. Like, I, I get it, but at the same time, like you you have to they. You have to understand that they're just not going to do it because they can't get paid for it. And it's sad. It really is because I feel like we should be giving teachers more. Yeah. You know? I would they actually, do a lot of shit. I would actually love to have a teacher on here and, like, kind of have those conversations. Or maybe we... Cause off, I, off air, I my, my teacher, she would do it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. She's a, and she's, a, she's also a special ed teacher. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's a really cool white oh, lady. Oh, one of the, the guys from the Swan Nation, he's a teacher for... For a special ed too, Juan. Oh yeah? Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fucking Vanessa, fucking John's homegirl. She's a teacher oh, yeah, too. That's true. At, yeah. And then and, uh, one side of these cousins, she's a preschool teacher. Yeah, or kindergarten or yeah, some shit. Yeah. So I, mean, we definitely have people to ask. I, I think that'd be a good conversation to yeah, have because, it would. yeah, I mean, 
just just to get their perspective because especially um just to see what they think of new coming teachers how they change when that change happens when they either just give up on the kids or you know shit like that just i don't know to have the conversation really yeah because i I feel like a lot of people that want to be teachers you know they have this uh this dream this dream of helping these kids you know but then when they get down to the gritty nitty like it's like fuck no like i can't like it's this this is not for me like i don't even care much anymore for it because of you know abcd and the lack the lack of pay you know is is i think it's one of the biggest factors yeah do you do you guys think when a kid is more um like you guys so so like i said i don't really know much about private school um but so from my understanding since you're paying your kids get more of a premium i should say because now they get one-on-one treatment with um with a teacher um do you think that almost gives the kid like a sense of uh what should like I say? entitlement mm, entitlement like they like they're, they're, or, or false shit. hope or like that they can what do, do whatever the fuck they, like whatever the fuck they can like let's say they're the teacher is cultivating them uh like let's say they're the based, kid you think the, they're setting like un, unreal expectations yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly exactly so let's say the kid is is extremely talented at playing the piano and, and that's that's amazing dude i i can't play the piano for fuck's sakes and and let's say the kid grows up and he's like i want to be a piano player and and whatnot like he dedicates his whole life to this shit and he ends up not making it i mean at the end of the day he he is happy right because he's doing yeah. something that he loves right so i guess that that does supersede the money part right so like now i, I feel I, I understand what you're saying but i feel like anybody can even in public school there's kids that want to you know what i don't want to go to college i want to be an artist i want to do this i want to do that and i feel like in private school they have um they have more opportunities more resources more resources and more opportunities to if not like be an artist maybe get into a be a teacher for to teach piano or or stuff like that you know what i mean more resources than a public school would do for you so i guess it just comes down to does it come down to the kid and knowing your kid well yeah of course course. so so you as a parent should you make that decision like okay you you have this interest like you should i should probably put you in this school because i want you to 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 uh expand on that well yeah i think you should i think the support should be there for your kid obviously but not necessarily you don't have to put them in like a like a private school or catholic school like if you see your kid shows an interest in it you can you can you can find your own ways to provide other resources for them yourself well, yeah like for instance like sports yeah. like i wouldn't choose a private school over a public school for sports at all because talent is in public schools you know for the most part statistically speaking i i guess it would i wouldn't be closed-minded to the option or to the idea of putting my kid in a private school I think I would just have to find out what what like what actual yeah. interest my kids are gonna have. But you know? I, I like but like I said in the beginning, I, I would like to put them in the like a private school first to like a certain age, and then let them see what their interests are and see wh- where it would where take it goes them. from there. Yeah, and, and but, you and that and I and I and I have to one hundred percent agree with you because that is a good point. Like the fact that not only are they gonna start off with a better learning foundation, foundation yeah. 
but they're also going to have these resources and potentially build relationships. Even though they're kids, they'll always be able to have those relationships with those instructors, teachers, whatever. Like, I, I, I feel like, you know, a private school would be would be better now and you know what my, my stance wasn't that initially i, no, my, I don't so, remember uh, yeah so now you have changed my mind a little bit so yeah you're welcome vanessa what about okay but so catholic school is a private school but now it's just teaching you the catholic religion well, yeah, so just add religion. To yeah, it. just add religion. Yeah, because there there's private schools that are just, just private schools. schools. They're just schools. Like you just got to you pay big bucks for. A I I think I would put uniform my kid. I I don't think I would force a religion onto my kid. No, but like uh, no. I feel like it's a good for them to build their own beliefs and yeah. to to find to, guidance in something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the teachings they're gonna have. You know, you I think in that case you really have to. That's on you. You know, like do. Do you really want to not so much push it on them, but do you want them to even learn about it? Because if you don't, then there's no point in putting them in a Catholic, you know, even though right. you feel it's maybe the right thing to do. If you're not one to be like, well, no, like this is what I want you to believe in. Then Yeah. Well, I, me, myself, I I grew up as a Catholic and I don't know if I would consider myself a Catholic. I don't know what the hell I am. What well, yeah, I mean, everybody <laughs> but, starts under, but then you start building your own beliefs. Right. Yeah. So that's so, the thing. So nobody, you might have been like, oh, made to go to church and stuff like that. But now you make your own decisions and you might take stuff from Catholic religion or Christian religion and, and mix them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, I feel like that's where. Yeah. Because it can happen, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, said, I, I've been thinking I just, about that one. Like, like me, myself, I'm not a big church goer. So why would I make my kid go to a school that? So yeah, so so basically, what you're saying is that you wouldn't, you you would potentially send them to a private school, but they don't have to go to one. But you for sure probably wouldn't do a, a religion based one. Probably yeah. yeah. Okay yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I probably wouldn't enough. do a religious based private school, but it, it as long as like like who knows maybe in when when that time comes I'll be more religious or into religion. Um, but as of right now, I think I I don't think I would put them in a religious private school. I, I just I, I again I I don't I would not go into I I do not want to put my kids into a Catholic school, but I would put them into a private school. Like as of right now, yeah, I don't want to do that. But again, that's a conversation. That's not just my decision. Yeah. it's both of ours. Yeah, so we can have that conversation when we get there and. Exactly. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. what'll happen? Yeah. You know, I'm definitely open to it, but as of right now, my my thought process, my my want is not to put them there. And that'll do it for this week's episode of the Badass Kid Podcast. We will see you on Monday. Peace.